It's the New Japan Weekly Show, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, baby. That is right. The first exclusive show here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, ladies and gentlemen. We are the hosts here, ladies and gentlemen. Me, Familia, right here. The host is DBS1. I've been seeing here with my other family. My bloodline right here. The blood that runs in this line, baby. That's right. Me, Familia. Them ones up, baby. That is right. And I got the man with the IQ. That I wish Bushida Board could get more than this guy because this guy could book New Japan as much as well as we can. Ladies and gentlemen, damn Bakley. What's going on, Bakley? What is going on? I try and book it the way I want it. It doesn't always come according to plan, but I feel like what I said before is going to happen. Ah, that is right. And we know what's going to happen because we have this other man right here, my brother, the one that gets my nipples hard, baby. The one that brings the banger to the to the network because he is the banger of all bangers, ladies and gentlemen. And you already know who he is, man. He's my guy, my man. And Jesus Christ, where the hell? Who, who moved around here, man? I'm trying to look for my banger. <laughs> who the hell moved this shit around? Oh, there it is. Banger. Not me. After banger. 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 What is going on, team? Oh, man. Oh, man. Man. I love the introduction every single time. Ivan, my brother, my president, throw my ones up to you, to the rest of the bloodline, and I will throw my ones up to this man right below us. Paige Bakley, my dude, doing awesome stuff on his channel. Definitely check him out, man. If you like hearing our shit left and right, man, helping us promote, I, I appreciate the hell out of you, Bakley. Bloodline doing it big. We're here to talk New Japan, baby. Me and my boy Streets tonight, 8.30 Central Standard Time, right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, doing a 2020 fantasy football redraft. It's going to be fucking dope. Rookie redraft. I now, can't wait. I can't wait. Get out of here. I cannot wait, ladies and gentlemen. That's happening later on today on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. But today we're kicking it off because we're here to talk some New Japan, baby, as we're here to talk about the first round of this tournament. New Japan Cup, that is right. It's right there in front of you. Man, it's uh, a lot of unexpected upsets. Yeah. But I'll yeah. tell you one thing. Uh, I fucking good. Yes, Bakley, I'm looking at you. Because you <laughs> called a lot of shit, man. And I... Uh, I, I was just, son of a bitch. Bakley, man. <laughs> this is why, like... Guys, if you go to the Bloodline Entertainment Network website, check out this man's bets. 
his picks overall when it comes to MMA, the majority, 85%, 95% of the time, this fucker is right. Because he always gets he's running this tournament already. Jesus, he's already <laughs> predicting tournaments and this shit. I'm just like, what? Oh, I couldn't believe it. Hey, hey, Man. there's there's details that I've gotten wrong because certain guys have lost too early, but like the the main juicy parts, I feel like I got right. So at least at least I got the the oosiness. Oh yeah, you got the <laughs> juicy oosie, baby. That is right. Yes, it's time to get in it. Time to talk about it right here. Let's get into the action here. Let's start off, of course, with ah, uh, get it, baby, hit it, hit it. You're my producer. You're my producer, bro. There you go. <laughs> there we go. And we have Tetsuya Naito versus El Fantasmo in the first round, and of course, Naito with the upset, defeating El Fantasmo. I wanted to say this match was extremely entertaining. I love how Naito was just really clowning on him for that. the whole fucking time, even him on the ground, just clowning the shit out of him. But uh, it was entertaining as hell. I love the Fantasmo. I love that the crowd are getting you know behind him, and and of course, I mean it was expected. Unfortunately, I mean I would love if Fantasmo to you know to advance, but of course it's Naito, ladies and gentlemen. You, you can't go wrong with Naito, so. There you go, Los Ingobernadores, Japón, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yes. Uh, uh. So I'll take it to you, Bakley. Give us your thoughts. Break it down, brother. What was your take on this matchup? Of the we got Dom saying because he's got that IQ, man. We got Faction Cast oh, Podcast yeah. trying to What's going on, my Thanks. brother? Well, I'm KPG. Thanks for tuning in. Man, I really wanted Elfin Tasper to win this. I feel like this would have been a good moment for him. Since coming uh, to the heavyweight side of the division in the G1, but you're starting to see the shades of him going to be a good guy. You're starting to see it like him pandering to the crowd, interacting with them more. I love the spot where he got into the crowd and jumped off the ledge onto Naito. I thought that was very fun spot there. And he had some close calls, but then I, I believe it was the end where he went to do the C3 and it got reversed. Into the Destino, yes. and Nato picks up the victory. Just like you said, I liked how he was kind of making fun of him uh, with the ELP uh, signature uh, salute. But it was just like he got the victory here, and we're going to talk about a potential matchup in the future uh, that I'm excited about. But I really thought ELP was going to pull this out, but Nato picked up the victory. He got the first Gustino, ELP kicked out, and then he hit it again out of nowhere. It's like the in New Japan, it's like the, the RKO where he can hit it out of nowhere. He, he just goes up there, spins up, and does the the Destino. But it was a really good match. It was one of my favorite matches of the first round. Okay. All right. TK, baby, break it down for us, brother. Yeah, man, it was a really fun match for sure. I love that spot that Bakley said when they were, you know, commentary was hyping up. He's 25 feet up. What's he going to do when he ran? It was, you know, an awesome move there for sure. You know, we were talking about it. Would, would we get the LIJ matchup in the quarterfinals between Naito and Sonata? I don't know. You know, we'll have to talk about that. But first step to getting that was Naito getting the win here. And it was a really fun match. You guys hit it on the head, dude. Naito fucking doing his thing on the ground multiple times too it wasn't just once he did it multiple times that was cool i almost felt like after the first destino it could have been the match 
but he botched it. So I felt like he like whispered to him, yo, we got to do a couple more moves. And yeah. then, you know, they played it out. And then, um, you know, the real Destino. And, man, everyone always be kicking out of the Destino. So I'm hoping that they just – he kicked out of it that first one because it was a botch. Anyways, it was, this match was a lot of fun. Glad Knights all won. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you too, but I don't know. I feel that it's kind of fading away with the Destino, like, finisher, you know? Like, it's going away little by little. Like, it's no longer a finisher. It's just more like a signature move. But can we say it's a finisher? I don't think so. Like, I think so. I think Nido needs to figure out what he needs to do in regard, you know, switching the moves or not. So, and, and then he's getting older too. So maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe that's what they're playing off of is the fact that maybe he needs to hit it twice now because he's up there in age and it's not having the, the big time effect that it once did because he's doing it. Like you said, he's doing it a little bit slower now. Yeah. It's not having the traumatic effect on it, but it still gets the job done at the end of the day, whether it's one of them or two of them. So, yeah, I just Absolutely. want to give a shout out to Nick from the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Stuff boys, great show so far. Thanks for tuning in. Put the ones up for him. That's right, baby. That is right. My man, Mr. Universal himself, baby. That is right. Yeah. But man, I love Kevin Kelly, man. I, I'm this whole week just hearing him enlightens me. And then having him, you know, having guests, uh, you know, alongside with him in commentary, it's so fucking awesome, man. But I love how he. This man can sell finisher Destino. Like I like how he does it fucking slow. Ah, love it, love it. All right, let's move on, baby. What do we got next? Here we go. We, we got, got the next. The next match we got Sonata who defeated Taichi. This was the main event of night one. Oh man, I can tell you that this matchup for me. Ah, I want to digress again because I've been digressing this forever. <laughs> Bushida, you need to stop fucking being like Tony Khan, man. You need to stop. You need to stop being like Tony Khan. Like, literally. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh, you're bullshit, Bushida. You're fucking bullshit. Because we need Sonata and Taichi to be a tag team. They can run the tag team division like there's no tomorrow. I guarantee, Mark, just this match itself was, oh, too needy men. But I love it. Oh, it was sexy, gorgeous. I enjoyed it. Uh, good in ring. I love the fact that Taichi was calling Sonata. Come on, where's your heart? Where's your heart in this match? Get up, come on, fight me. And then, and then Sonata just came back, turned it around, and you know got the upset with the new finisher that you know has you know us you know mm -hmm. Bakley and I like. Oh wow, what are we? What are we seeing here? Came so out of nowhere. Came out out of nowhere. No pun intended, Randy Orton. But man, <laughs> this match was solid. Then the handshake right after. My 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 digression is that I I, I look at the faction. We're just four just guys. Like hearing you know Taka Michinoku. I'm sorry, man. As much as I love Taka, and you know, man, I love the rest of the crew. But my issue with that, I don't see them going nowhere. I honestly hate to say that. I don't see it. Then Taichi's a part of that. I'd rather get Taichi out of there and go either was LIJ probably. He can fit perfect in LIJ. Ooh. Don't that'll be sexy. It, or not have him and Sonata create their own faction. Like that's yeah. what I want. Oh, bro. And I hate the fact that they call it that's the name of the group. 
Yeah, it's like just these the four men. That's that's what they call it. I'm like, you could you could have thought of a better name. They even put that on the website. They put that as their stable name. I'm like, we already know you're just four men, but you have to call you call yourself really? it. Yeah, oh my god. Can we get these guys to be a tag team or a faction yes. for God's sake? Bushida boy. Give me what I want. Give no, me what I want. Hey, don't give me give us what we want, man. Because Tai Chi, it doesn't fit there. I don't know why. It just doesn't to me. It feels like a downgraded faction, and that sucks. Because I really haven't seen no movement in that faction since they first began. I see more yeah. fucking, I see more Minoru and Narita and Esperado making more moves. They, 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 yes. they never opened six, man. And what the hell are they doing? That's where I digress because Tai Chi is so underrated. Does not get credit where credit's due. This man can wrestle. Or you know, fantastically, and um, him and alongside with Sonata will fucking destroy it. I think they would. Oh my god! Oh, I'm getting my nipples hard, man. Damn, Jesus, man. <laughs> you see what you do, TK? This is because every time when I'm here with you, bro, that's why I love you. Nipple mania, nipple mania, running wild, Break it down, TK. What are your thoughts on this one? Oh, bro, this match definitely gave me nipple mania. This match of all the matches that I watched, because I'm not gonna lie. From 8 a.m. this morning till, till, till like right before I just finished Sonata and Kenta. Wow, what a morning. Best match I watched. Arguably best match I watched because Sonata was involved in both of them. Uh, Sonata versus Tai Chi, Sonata versus Kenta. This match was everything. The back and forth, the close finishers, the near falls, uh, the hard strikes, man. The meatiness. Dude, you saw the sweat bouncing off of these guys, dude. It was physical and like I knew, like you just said, Ivan, it's all going to continue to lead to something bigger. Sonata getting the win was absolutely the right decision. The new finisher was dope. He had two moonsaults on him, couldn't get it done. Almost passed him out, couldn't get it done. New finisher got it done. Like the way that he introduced it for sure. And um, the aftermath was was awesome. I really enjoyed the aftermath. It's definitely going to lead to them being a team in the near future. We talked about it before. Sonata has no place anymore in LIJ. You got Naito, you got Shingo, you got Takahashi, Hiromu. You you got these three guys who are bigger stars than Sonata. And you got Hiromu who needs to move up still. So Sonata, in my opinion, could go and do something different with Tai Chi. Not with four guys, but those two just go do their thing and maybe create their stable elsewhere. So let's go. This match fucking bang, baby. Mmm, yeah, it is. Now that's banger right there, baby. Yes! We got Nick chiming in. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on Sonata versus Kenta. Favorite match so far. We'll get into that later on because that's the first match of the second round. Uh, we're doing the, uh, the first round tonight, but I know that they will give their thoughts on them uh, just from a first glance. But, like... I love the fact that I'll be short and sweet. I love the transition from the choke to the new finisher because we thought that he was just going to pass him out. And then all of a sudden he picks him back up and does the, does the new finisher. And I'm like, Oh snap, this, this is a great transition now because he did the moonsaults, did the choke. You're like, okay, he's going to drop him down and just make him tap or he's going to get out of it. And then he said, no, 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 I'm going to debut something new now. And it's like a nice, like a twerk to his uh, repertoire now because he started to get a little bit stale. Uh, and we, we were always like, what's going to happen to Sonata? He should go Tai Chi now. 
because the network do much, doing too much with him. But now, no. They add a new finisher to him that he can use, maybe or add some energy, some life into his character. Mm-hmm. And maybe they push him farther. I don't think he's going to win the tournament, but maybe they give him a nice big push to the semifinals or something like that where it helps his uh, his character out. Because we've, we've been like, damn, he's kind of been an outsider of LIJ. But this helps him now. And then... Jeez, I want to say something else, but I gotta push that on to next week. Oh, I wait a to, minute! I'm no, wait, wait a, wait a minute! Hold on! No, 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 no! Sayon, <laughs> gotta say it, man. Too late. You already. You, you gotta say it. You gotta say it. Now. Because there's the, the there's the potential him versus Naito. You gotta put Sonata over Naito. Hundred percent. Yeah, it has to happen. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it needs to happen. Yeah. Bakley, if I could kindly interrupt, you said the semifinals for Sonata, and I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. Kenta could very much win this match still. But yeah. after he won this match and I looked at the bracket, and then I saw what else happened in the first round, especially with the upsets that we'll talk about, I was like, Sonata is going to be the one to go to the finals, dude. He'll lose, like we all predicted, too. You know, we'll talk about it. But I think Sonata is going to go to the finals. Ooh, I like that. I Oh, we could see something like that. Oh, I can't wait till we get to ooh, when we get to talking about what's gonna happen next. Ah, I'm, the, ah, I'm going netting here almost. I gotta, I gotta hold <laughs> myself. I'm gonna, you gotta compose myself. All right, we got the next matchup as we got Shota Ubino versus Yujiro Takahashi. Man, I could say for me, shout out to Ubino because I could tell that he's. He's being like your boy, Boxy, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving the fact that he still carries that jacket, you know, that Moxley gave him. You know, pretty much it's a graduation gift from being uh, getting out of a young lion and now being your own character. Uh, I like, you know, Omino. I know he's trying to be very colorful and out there, but at the same time, he has that, you know, devious, like, you know, character at the same time. Like, he's maybe, like, he may be colorful, but this guy could – He's a shooter for a reason because, man, that that's Ryder, bro. I like how he does it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mossy does it better, way better. But I think, you know, Umino is developing so much, so, so much. My tribal chief, what is going on? What's going on, Clark Street? That's right, my tribal It's chief. Devin right there. That's right. The man. If you missed out on his podcast last night, they recapped AEW Revolution. It was a good show. Check them out on the Bloodline Entertainment Network YouTube channel. They went on last night at 10.30 Eastern. Hey, man, they killed it. It was a hell of a debate they had. I tell you that. <laughs> you might want to go back and see that replay because that yes. was a hell of a debate. Uh, uh, then you got Dom. I need to see you go. Netty, Mr. President, I live for that shit. Oh, no, we're almost there. We're <laughs> yeah, almost we're there. Almost, we're almost. almost there. Almost there. But this one, like I said, I mean, Omino, I'm impressed with him by far. Him, be, you know, being a shooter, I know he's attracting the kids. You can see, you can see what he's been doing, giving out those wristbands, you know. And we're seeing the fans are getting involved with him. We see the, the, the little banner they had for Obino. I'm happy for him that he's getting that attraction from the New Japan audience. And I wish him nothing but the best. I feel Umino is going to be your next Naito in the future. He's going to be that next Naito for sure. And I felt like, you know, Tim and I and Bakley, we discussed it before a while back. We mentioned that when they faced each other, that it was like a passing of the torch between Umino and Naito. So it's like we're going to see that down the line in the future. That's a fact. So if I were you, ladies and gentlemen, 
keep an eye on this man because this man he's going to be something. Mark my word because he will be the future headliner of New Japan coming down to the next five to ten years. He's still young. He still he has that. He still has it all. He has a the charisma, the in ring ability. He has it. You know, my skills maybe he needs to develop a little bit more. But other than that, Umino won this one. Great matchup. I enjoyed it. Petra, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> he even has the hair, he even has the same hair. If you look at it, if you look like, at both of their hairstyles, uh, yeah, yes, exactly. Oh man, Bakley, break it down, brother. What are you take about this? He's, he's just a good mixture of like, like you said, Moxley and the Japanese style. He's kind of meshed them into his own. He's good with the crowd, but he walks out from the top with the, the jacket. He's still honoring that he does. The, the the Death Rider finish. He does that. That's what he uses. And I love the one little detail I like is the fact that they went into the match and they mentioned the fact that whenever he was in the hospital, he considered Yujiro his uncle. And he really? said that Yujiro would take time to see him in the hospital for that two-week span there was there. And he considered him an uncle. But now he's like, ever since he kind of turned his back and went to the Bullet Club, uh-huh. he's he's kind of had this animosity towards him. And that's why he started the match out quickly on Ujirio. They kind of gave you that picture, or Kevin Kelly did, as he was walking to the, uh, to the ring, which I thought was very cool. Just to add that little bit of detail to the ma- match before they even get started. And kind of showcased it right away. And that's why he was so, uh, so aggressive in this match. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it, TK. Break it down, brother. Yeah, what I found interesting in this match because obviously Shooter was the clear cut. I'm gonna win this match, right? He's so badass. Everything about him is badass. He's Moxley, baby. He's Moxley. Who doesn't love Moxley? But what made it interesting was the fact that they were hyping on commentary that the pimp was 0 6 in first round matchups in the New Japan Cup. When you hype someone has got a losing record like that, odds are they have a chance to win that match because it's like, ooh, will it be the time that they actually break it? So throwing that 0-6 record in their mental a little bit, plus you got the fucking jizz-ass house of torture, throwing it all over the fucking place, wrenches galore, <laughs> fucking, but you know what? All that meant was Shooter got to look like a bigger badass. We got to see more Death Riders. He got two Death Riders on the pimp for the one, two, three. And that's all the time I want to spend on this match because fuck the pimp. <laughs> We're the real pimps over here, but, you know, oh, <laughs> we the real pimps, baby. That's like very juicy. Oh, my God. Speaking of juicy, did not expect this to happen, and it happened, ladies and gentlemen. We mm. saw it at the Battle at the Valley, and, man, did not expect this to happen to see David Finney come out with Gato <laughs> and shock the world. Like, wait a minute, what Rebel Club? What is this? Didn't shock they... me. <laughs> man, that's why you're that's why you're like you, man. Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes when I see him, I'm like, oh you son of a why was I always right? Why can't you be wrong for one shit, man? <laughs> and, and, Mr. And, Mr. News. Mr. News, he's always right. And can I cross over to AEW, how it makes it even more better, the fact that Juice Robinson came out there when he attacked uh, Ricky. Okay. And, and he said he was doing it for Boyd Club. 
Oh, okay. I actually I think, think that that had more to do with uh, a potential Jay White debut in AEW, yep. which I'll talk about tonight on the Tim King Show at 7.30 Central Standard Time right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, three pimps. I got you, Dom. Yes, yeah. three pimps. But man <laughs> did not expect this at all to have David Finney coming out with Gato. Now he is officially a Bullet Club member. We'll get into – I have a question for you guys, but we'll, I'll ask it after the match. Let's talk about the match first. So one thing is this match for me, Finley was aggressive. Like he just came – a whole new, new different person. Came and whooped the shit out of fucking Ishii. I never seen Ishii get treated like that. I mean, Ishii had his offensive moves, but, man, Finley had no remorse. This guy just took it upon and really – destroyed Ishii. Not only that, disrespected him, put his foot in his face with a count of three. Like, what the fuck was that? I, man, this is... You want Netty? I'm gonna give you Netty now. I am happy for David Philly that he is now a official heel, and he's a Bullet Club member. But I'm gonna save my question to you guys, because I'm so curious to ask this. But let's talk about the match first. Hold my survivor. Hold myself. I know you're getting nipple right now. Come on. We've been here running wild. This is what it is, man. It's Saturday. What do you expect? You know, I'll have my cold one later on when I'm sitting down and watching the Tim King show out here in the Bloodlines and Entertainment Network. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Man. But, man, Bakley. Screw you, Bakley. How the hell are you going to write, man? Jesus Christ. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I love this match. Uh, and, of course, I'm going to say this was the clothesline matches because how many clotheslines did we get in this match? Like 10 or 12? We got a lot. (laughs) We got a lot of them. And there was a lot of close finishes uh, for a guy that's taken over uh, the the leadership of the boy club. He had some close calls towards the end of it. But I like the end where he got up and he reversed Ishii and then did the trash panda. And then, of course... Of course, I have to talk about this because I've been waiting to mention. I sent you the video, but the the post uh, match uh, like interview where he trashes his own dad, saying that he dreamed the Bullet Club to be a leader because he wants to win championships, because that's something his father has never done. So he can't take after him; he has to take after winners. And that really got me. That that's that that really got me. After that match, and I'm like, damn, I'm like, you're going after your own father with that statement. But he's like, he's like, he, he isn't wrong. Like, his father was a known wrestler, but he never won championships uh, or the world championship. And that's what he's going after because he is the new leader of the Bullet Club. And it was a big thing to have Gato at his side. That, that was like an extra boost to his character. Like, Gato, they call him the blacksmith for a reason. You know, he has that name. He's that guy that transitions the, it seems like, the leader into the club now. It's like the the passing of the torch. You attack the old leader, and then you become the new one. And then when it's your time to leave, the new guy comes and attacks you. Mm -hmm. Just just like what happened at Battle of the Valley. Yeah. And Kevin Kevin Kelly said it perfectly. He said, all right. Yeah, I think it was Kevin Kelly. He says, Gato has only been with two people. He was with Kazuchika Okada, or Kazuchika Okada, and then he was with Jay White. And now he has chosen to be with David Finley. 
Like, how huge is that for Finley's career? And then you take away, take how savage he was in the match, like you said, Bakley. And even like Gato during the match, like when Finley was down, he's just like barking orders at him, like, get up, bitch. Like, he like doesn't <laughs> care about Finley as a person. He's like, he's just like an animal. He's whipping him. He's a horse. He's riding to win money. That's it. I'm going to invest in you. You're our new horse. And that's it. You know, I love it. I love it. And I like how they just started it from the scratch, from the start of the tournament. They came out and said, hey, this is the new Bullet Club leader. Let's go. Let's continue. Wow. what's going on, my brothers? President mm. De Niro. Oh, man. David Finley and Dominic versus Mr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Book and Gale. Oh, my God. Oh, hell yeah. I love that. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Oh, TK, everything you just said will just pour down. Hell yeah. Nick Renegade won. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes, yes, I love it. Here is the question, though, now that I've been want to ask. You mentioned Bakley. You know, every time a new leader comes, you know, the old leader gets attacked. We've seen from the, the first one, AJ Styles attacking, you know, Finn Balor, Prince Devin. Get him out of the picture. He goes to WWE. AJ gets attacked. Gets He leaves to WWE. Kenny Omega takes over. And after Kenny leaves, Jay White attacks him. Well, man, technically not really because it was really more Tamatanga. And that's when the whole split happened between the elite and then you had the. Uh, yeah. Uh, I forgot that, the that was a little bit. That was a little bit more complicated. That was in, more complicated. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now you have Jay White who got attacked, like you mentioned, at Battle of the Valley by David Finley. Here's the biggest question that I have for you guys Which can Finley. Mind you, first of all, he hasn't even been named the leader of the Bullet Club yet. Not yet. I mean, I haven't seen anything backstage saying, oh, yeah, he's a leader. Oh, I heard his Gato saying he, he, he's. They named it like uh, they did it in like the, the pre matches. They named him, and then their, uh, Chase Owens was on commentary and he made the, the statement, me and Fale named him the leader, or we voted him as the leader. Mm-hmm. Like, something like, like that. It, it seems like the Fantasma was not happy with that though, because exactly that's what's one thing that they're clashing heads during the you know the their tag team matchup they had. I think um was it what like I think a day or two days two days ago, but they were clashing heads after that. But he's not official yet. But can he fill those shoes? Can Finley fill those shoes that Jay White left, that Omega left? Mainly Jay White, to be honest. I mean, I, I can't really compare him to you know. Prince Devitt or AJ Styles, that's a whole different era. But I would say mainly Jay White uh, because Jay White did really took Bullet Club into a whole different level. And I think for me it was what Finn, what, uh, what Jay White did was more not only just wrestling, but more the entertaining side. Like he gave us you know, for us to be invested in the Bullet Club. He's yeah. telling us why should we be invested. And he's the first one to you know, put it out there internationally. Recruiting from Impact Recruiting from you know New Japan Strong, recruiting uh, AEW. Uh, he's this man has done it. Jay White, that's what he did. He recruited people. And they they got an open uh, strong open weight champion now, and then they got the Impact Tag Champ. That's right. Champions in ABC. That's and right. That's what he did. He branched it over to get Ace Austin and Chris Bay part of that group. Yeah, so that's the question here. Can David Finley fill those shoes as a leader? So 
I'll give it to you, Bakley. Could he do it? I, I think he can because he's already showed what kind of wrestler he is. I think the G1 was a big thing for him. Uh, like we've said, it, that was a big moment for him, the way that he can go in and beat guys back-to-back like Shingo and Will Ospreay, big-time wrestlers eh, in that company. And I think he did a great job there. And I think all he has to do is be himself. He doesn't need to force anything. Just be the guy that he is. And he will get over because Gato would help him out uh, win the title. I yeah. Mm, okay. Oh, win the title! Win the mm. title! Win the title! Mm. We saw we saw how quick it, it took for Evil to win it once he joined. So. No, I know, I know. No, it's no. You're not wrong, Bakley. That's and that's very juicy. It's very oozy. I think. Uh, I mean, who the fuck really was Jay White? Would you say that Jay White was? He made himself into that role inside the Bullet Club. So I'm going to give Finley every opportunity that we gave Jay White, right? Like he elevated himself inside the Bullet Club, and then he helped re-elevate the Bullet Club back to a level that they once were. Will Finley get them there? I don't know. Does he necessarily have to get them there? I don't know. Bullet Club can go cross-promotional. What if Jay White debuts in AEW? And he ends up fighting Ricky Starks at Double or Nothing. And then you got Jay White in AEW and David Finley in New Japan. You still got people in Impact Wrestling doing their thing. And then you really do, like Bakley just said, you make it kind of like, it's not global, but like promotional or intra-promotional. So, I mean, you could do something like that. And we do all say after you go back and watch the show on Circle of Debate, we did all end up at the end of the day saying Finley's going to win this tournament. So does he actually take the belt off of Okada, though? Does Gato help him do it? That would elevate him for a few months. Okada gets it back. Osprey gets it from uh, Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. It does elevate Finley. If Evil can have it, anyone could have it. Finley has definitely elevated himself over the last six to nine months. Why not? Okada doesn't need it for a full year. Although, I think Okada really having it for a full year. And then Osprey taking the belt off of him at Wrestle Kingdom would help Osprey stock. But this helps Finley stock. So you want to build another guy in the meantime over the next year? Title on him. Build that stock. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you that. It's, it's like how you mentioned that Jay really elevated himself and, and the club itself. I think Finley has the potential to do it. You know, Bakley mentioned about his performance in the, in the G1. Yes, his, his performance in the G1 was fucking great. Uh, I'm just – I'm going to be invested in seeing how his – his persona develops. I think that's the one thing that I'm not critic critiquing his in-ring skills ability, but the one thing that I will be paying attention is his mic skills. It is more like his character, how he's going to really develop it and grow it. Now that he's a full-time heel in the bullet club, I want to see if he can lead that. And, and if he could, kudos to him. I mean, I, you know, Gato make the decision to be with him. So, like that's his chosen one now. Like, Oh, I, that you're my chosen one now. I'm gonna get you where I put you know Okada and Jay White. I'm gonna put you there right next to them. If he can fucking do that, if Gato can do that, I will commend him. But at the end of the day, it's about the fans. Are we gonna be invested in Finley? That is the biggest question here, too. Right, and true, true, Ivan, because you do have to remember, even though they put the title on evil, nobody gave a shit. Nobody gave so you can put the belts on evil all you want. And try to elevate him for a couple of months, but nobody cares. Everyone knows he skipped a whole bunch of people getting that title, you know. And um, 
I don't feel the same with Finley though. I feel like he could be a real star. Like he's, yeah. a, you know, in Gaijin, you know, you can help elevate that as well. So it's huge. Help promote elsewhere, sell t-shirts, you know, it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. And, I, I, and, and then I the agree. namesake having the last name Finley is a big thing too. A That's, big thing too. Kind of like Tamatanga had his father. Well, they're trying to go a different route with it with Finley, but you still had that namesake. But then at the same time, I also uh, got to say, he doesn't have to be Jay White. He doesn't have to be as popular as long as he gets the boy club together and make him a stronger unit. You just need the, that mouthpiece, that guy at the top that gets everybody to do what they need to do to make the group better because they've kind of like been kind of slacking a little bit where they yeah. haven't been as dominant, and that's what they need to do. They just need to be dominant and take over. And if he is the guy to do it, then he'll be a success. He doesn't need to be a two, three-time champion. It would be nice if he wins the uh, the title, which I think he will at some point. But he doesn't have to right away. Yeah, I'm with you. So, I mean, we're all going to sit back and pretty much watch as, as he develops and be in this role. I think we're all excited for his future. I, I'm excited for Finley's future, mm-hmm. and I wish him nothing but the best. And, you know, how Tim said, I mean, if he – I mean, it'd be a shocker if he if he does win the fucking title and with within the you know, next couple months to, and then losing it back to Okada and man, I'm gonna man, I'm so invested in this. Uh, this is why we love New Japan, ladies and gentlemen. This is why. Start paying attention to New Japan. Go to NewJapanWorld.com. So the eight bucks a month, man. Just fucking get it, get it. It's it's or really or just come to the Bloodline Entertainment Network once a week and get all you need. Or get your new Japan Pro Wrestling fix. Get all your needs right here from Ivan and Bakley. And hey, I'm just here for the ride, baby. You you too, you sexy stud. mm, Ah, yes. All right, this one right here, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, Toru Yano versus Mark Davis. This is fucking. Look, can I just say that I love fucking. Who was on commentary? Was it. uh, who was it? Was it Chase Owens? Or I think this it, one, yeah, oh, Chase no, no. Owens. Chase Owens was on commentary for this one. Yes, yes, I love Chase. <laughs> fucking Chase Owens, man! I love him and Kevin Kelly because they fucking kill it. And, and especially when Yana was under the ring, I think Kevin Kelly or somebody said, "Oh man, I hope we don't see no 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 hornswoggle or no chicken nuggets or you know." <laughs> like I'm like, Fuck. oh my god! And Chase Owens is awesome as a commentary. I love it, but this match was just very. Entertaining. I don't really have much to say about it, but I like how Mark. This is one thing I do like about this tournament, though, and that I'm liking the fact that we're now seeing the individuals of Aussie Open showing themselves to the world and especially to the New Japan audience. We've never seen a singles match of Mark Davis, nor we'll talk about Kyle Fletcher soon, but man, this guy could go. He's a big, meaty man. Oh my God. Love it. I enjoy this match. Kind of like it showed it showed him out, but man, ooh, I can't wait to see him and Will Osprey. Man, we're gonna get that. Oh shit! And then when and then later on within the week they they teamed up, and Will was like, "Hey, you sure you're good? Oh, I'm good, my man. I'm good. You sure you're good? You're good. I'm good. I'm good. Shake my hand. Okay, shake hands. Okay, cool, cool. But I see Will Osprey looking at him like, mm, "All right, motherfucker, I got my eye on you. Yeah, but I love that. Fantastic. I, I enjoyed every minute of this match. Entertaining." Sorry, Yano. I'm tired of your ass. Need to yes. You need to take a break, Yano. 
Because every time, Jesus, man, it's going to happen, Toru. Your your DVDs, all that is going to die out little by little. So we need to see an evil side of Yano. We need to see the old school Yano with the blonde hair with him being fucking so evil. He temporarily brought it back against Okada. That was the only yeah, time he brought it back. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. But kudos to Mark Davis. Good matchup. Good entertaining side. Love Chase Owens, Kevin Kelly. I got much to say about it. TK, break it down for us, my brother. You know exactly what I'm going to say right now. Dump Truck Davis got the victory. My man, all that meat and that big old booty got the win. I was kind of surprised. I didn't anticipate uh, a United Empire one-on-one match. We might get a couple United Empire one-on-one matches, dude. Yano, Ivan, you said it. He's got to go, dude. Dump Truck, moving on to the quarters. Let's go. Hell yeah, baby. Love it. And, and and this is very intriguing as for what's going to happen, I think, we're about to talk about. So just setting it up. It's just setting it up. Oh. Let's fucking go. Go, baby. Fucking go. Go. Go, baby, man. That's right. Oh. Bagley, come on, man. You got to bang with us, baby. There you go. There you go. Bang with there's a couple of spots that I want to point out because you guys did a good job breaking it down, this match down. I like the fact that when Chase Owens was talking about uh, Mark Davis throwing Turiano to the outside, he was, he was specifying, you don't want to do that. I've been, I made that mistake before. That's where Yano gets crazy and then starts taping you to the post, and that's when he taped Mark Fletcher to the post Yes, uh, to neutralize him. Then they went under the the ring and Mark Davis put the bag over his head and got a close 19 count uh, when he came back up. Then he taped himself to Yano so he could close on him because the the posts were all taken off, which I do like the fact that to sell uh, the ring even more, they left them off for the next match. If you look at it, they never replaced him. So, Mm -hmm. And then, of course, towards the towards the end, where Mark Davis uh, got the victory, there he finally got the finish after kind of brutalizing Toriano. He and then he blocked the low blow, yes. that chair shot point where he faked the chair shot and pulled an Eddie, and then oh, tried yes. to low blow him, <laughs> and then he caught it. And then towards the end, I like that. So it was a typical Yano match. It lasted longer than. We expect his matches the last, but it was a good one. I liked it, and it was cool to see Mark Davis win because we went into this just thinking that he was going to lose yep. because they're te- because they're technically they call themselves freelancers because they just go wherever. They're not really signed anywhere. Uh, they're just uh, with New Japan. They're signed from like a tour to tour basis. So you thought they were going to lose. So it was a nice touch to see him win. Oh, absolutely! Good call. Good call, baby. I love it. We love it, baby. We do. All right. We got the next matchup. Oh, this one heartbroke me, man. You want to talk about nobody gave a shit about evil. I didn't give a shit about Look, I was upset that this man actually got the upset. I was pissed the fuck off. Damn. Uh, hey, yo. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Yes, that's how it was. Because wait a minute. You're supposed to be building your fucking, you know, your young star. And you let him lose to evil? What's up with that? Nah, oh, man. Shit. Hurricane What's up with that? No. 
just not the way to do it. Gato, I feel like you put this, you fucked up. I'm sorry. I, I, I feel like they put the trios titles on Ren to then give Evil this match. It was like they're okay, we're gonna take the title off you, but then we're gonna put you over him in this tournament, which made no sense whatsoever. It didn't make no sense to me that him losing. It made no sense for Narita to lose this match. Mind you, the whole match was fucking great because I I, I enjoyed it because Narita kicked out most of everything, even with the with the the home run chair shot. Like he kicked, this guy kicked out of everything and till fucking evil with his oh my god, I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. I was disappointed that they didn't give Narita this win. He needed this win to yes. elevate himself as a singles competitor, not only just being a six-man old never open weight tag team champion. Uh, but I was disappointed. I did evil shouldn't have won. I don't think eh, man, nah. I I I don't know. I I was disappointed. I really was. I was just like, no. My boy Shibata Jr. lost, man. No. Oh man. Yeah, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say that for TK because I want to hear TK's thought about that. That's that's his baby. That ain't mine. That's his. But man. Uh, go ahead, Bigley. I want to hear your 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 take about this one. I gotta bring up uh, the moment, of course, where he made uh, red shoes go in the corner, oh, and he right. made him he made him face the corner, yeah, and then he hit the, the finish, and it goes to pin him, and then red shoes is still looking the other way, and he goes, "What are you doing?" And, and he looks, he's like, "You told me to go to the corner," <laughs> like, and then Kevin, and then Kevin. And then Kevin Kelly sells it greatly. He's like, you told him to go to the corner. You know, there's two things. Don't mess with red shoes or he's going to get you. Uh, he's going to get you back. And that's what he did. Cost him the pin there. And then that allowed Ren Narita to get back into it. It just seemed that every time Ren Narita would get any momentum that, uh, of course, Dictogo was there to kind of neutralize it and give Evil the momentum back towards the end with the chair shots. They cleared the red shoes out of the ring, and then they both attacked him. That she's putting that chair on his head and then swinging it with the other chair. That was nasty. <sighs> and then he, and then he hit the, everything is evil at the end. It was just like, geez, this is a typical evil match. And then is it me? Like, we talk about this every time. Then uh, the announcer's team will always get knocked over. I feel sorry for every that. Time. I feel sorry for that guy. Seriously, <laughs> he was just fucked up. You can guarantee that every evil match, every match of his, he does it. It's like he, he has something against the announcer. What I want that what I want, I want that that ring announcer or the, the belt. I want him to get in the ring one day and beat the shit out of evil for just like I'm tired of his shit. Stop banging at my table. I just want to see that. I just want I just want to see that one day. They should do it for a Wrestle Kingdom event or Dominion. Have that guy just getting upset. He's boiling over. It goes in there, causes evil to match. He, I, they need to do something like that because that'll be so fucking entertaining. Honestly, I think it would be definitely so. Oh man, TK, break it down, baby. Man, I'll make it short and quick, and I'll let you get to uh, the clip for Dom. Man, Rita, Jeff Cobb, Rita beats Jeff Cobb, and it's Rita Will Osprey. I mean, that's it. Like, the writing was there. I don't understand why we didn't get there. Instead, we get this idiot, and then he'll likely beat Cobb. Or we get Osprey and Cobb, which would be a lot of fun. But regardless, we could have had Ren Narita and Cobb. Ah, it's fucking stupid. Play the clip for Dom. It's fucking... 
That about sums it up. The kids should have won the match for sure, man. Him and Jeff Cobb and then him and Will Ospreay would have been a blast. And then you have him lose to Ospreay or even beat Ospreay, upset him and go lose to Sonata or some shit. Fuck, have him go to the finals and lose to Finley. Like, he could have – we already played the clip. Yeah, man. Digress. Samuel Gato, what the hell's wrong with you, man? You need to start booking better shit. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. Take this shit, Gato. You just start booking the fucking your young lines perfect. I'm tired of this shit. Oh, <laughs> oh. All right, what do we got next, Bakley? The next match is the last night of, of the first round of the tournament. We got Kyle Fletcher defeats Yoshihashi. Oh man, but I can tell you this one. Well, it's not the, it's not over for the first round. We still got one more. Yeah, you forgot exactly. But this one right here, baby, kudos to Cal Fletcher, man. Another one, he really wow, he looked he impressed me. He really did with Yoshihashi, especially. And Yoshi actually putting him over, to be honest. I honestly thought Yoshi was gonna win this. I think we all did, right? We all chose Yoshihashi. Did not expect Kyle Fletcher to move on into this tournament, but Kudos to Yoshihashi for selling for this man. Kyle Fletcher with those kicks with the, the oh my god, a super kick. Oh my god. Oh, I cringed when I saw that. Hashi took that fucking super kick. Oh, it was so nasty. But man, I enjoyed it. It's good to see Fletcher. Another one that we, you know, besides Mark Davis, another person that we're able for the New Japan audience and for the American audience as well to see who what they're all about, these two Aussie men. And make it fucking go, baby. I think, hey, I commend you, Fletcher. Great, great match. And Yoshihashi, we appreciate you. I know that you're not a champion. I go to go to get some advanced now. So there you go. It is what it is. But good matchup. Enjoyed it. Kudos to Fletcher. United Empire, baby. They're coming up. That's right. They're coming up. United Empire. That's right there. Bagley, break it down for us, brother. I'm telling you, they're trying to hit you with the storytelling because they're trying to make you feel like the next tag title match is going to be Bisherman against Ozzy Open. We're finally going to uh, finally going to get it. That's what what I feel they're doing because they just put a move on Yoshihashi. Next, he has uh, a Goto, which is going to be a very a good match in itself. And this was just a good back and forth uh, move. There really wasn't anything crazy in this match. It was just a lot of Irish rips. Close lines. They went to the outside. I love the fact that, uh, of course, uh, the whole United Empire was basically out there, but they don't get involved. They, they're just there to root them on. It's a very weird dynamic from like a heel team that's kind of become face. But even when they're a heel, they never get involved in the match. They stay away and then just kind of they're just the hype crowd there. But like it was a good way to showcase Ozzy Open the, the, these past two days where they yeah, they both got the win shockingly, but in good fashion because we needed this. They came in so dominant and then they disappeared after the the World Tag League for like two three months, and they had to like kind of reestablish them, give them reason to earn like a like a title shot. And I think him getting a victory here, Davis getting a victory over Yano, and then. Have him have a good uh, like like showing against Goto. I don't think he beats Goto, but maybe he does. Maybe Davis costs to go to the match, and you get a situation where they 
they put themselves in the hat to get that title shot somehow. But I love this match. I had Yoshihashi going far, and then just like you had Ren Narita go a good bit, and I got I got upset because I was like, you got to give Yoshihashi this. got to get Yoshihashi versus Goto, but they know what they're doing. They're playing with the strings, and Fletcher gets the victory. I like his finish, too, so... Mm-hmm. Absolutely. TK, break it down, brother. Uh, we were so close to Yoshihashi versus Hiroki Goto. That would have been so fun for sure. But Bakley, what you said was facts, man. It looks like they're building towards that tag match. A tag match that we thought we were going to get Aussie Open and FTR at Wrestle Kingdom end up being Bishimon. And they have been phenomenal. Their match against Okada and Tanahashi was awesome. Really solidified themselves as one of the best tag teams in the world again. And this match was great, dude. You had to see the non-dumb truck um, partner of Aussie Open go at it. And we got to see two-thirds of the United Empire participants so far get victories. And we'll talk about that other one momentarily. Putting four, as of right now, four out of 16 of the final participants being United Empire members. So... That's that's uh that's pretty big right there in my opinion. That's yeah representation from that faction. Yeah, it was it was a good it was a good match, uh, and like I'm I'm excited to see how everything goes forward because they, he made it before the 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 last match we get into, which is Hernare versus Shingo Takagi. He made the notion that if Hernare can pick up this victory, that six of the sixteen. Uh, competitors that move on will all be from United Empire. The United Empire will have six of the last 16. I forgot about Great Khan. Yes, six out of 16 if Hanari wins. Yes, there's already five. Good call. Great Khan got the bye. Yes, sir. So, so United Empire at this moment are running the New Japan Cup with, uh, with just winning the matches, and then they had the two guys who had a bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love, it. love it, love it, love it. All right, so now we get on to the final of the first round, and that is, of course, Aaron Hanari versus Shingo Takagi. Another unexpected that I did not see this coming at all, that Hanari, and you know what? I'm happy for Hanari. I am so happy for him because he finally got the break that he deserves We've been bitching about it and, and digressing about the, the potential that Hanari has, and this match showed it. Two meaty men slapping meats like there's no tomorrow. Oh, my God. It, it got me chiseled up, baby, because I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, 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 come on, man. Basically, you got to get chiseled up. Chiseled mania, baby, because, man, this, for me, was the greatest win for Aaron Hanari's career. He defeated a former IWGP heavyweight champion. And for him to advance in this tournament, great for him. That clothesline, that these two clotheslines, the shit out of each other. Oh, that the oh my god, it was just it's insane, man. I did I didn't see this coming. I did not see Aaron Hanari defeating Shingle, but I'm happy for him. Now we get to see him. More and we've been asking for him to get up there more yeah. as a singles competitor, and hopefully we see a future 
future champion for him as in for me he could be a future you know US champion he could be a future never open weight champion uh which he will be facing of course Tomatonga in the second in the event so I think that's the build that was gonna happen yeah, there imagine yeah, oh yeah you got it pop yeah. it I mm, love it oh man basically break it down brother I'm just going to state like a few things in this one. Love this matchup. The liver shots were a big thing in this matchup with the kicks and then just the chops uh, to the stomach. He was systematically trying to slow down Shingo Takagi with the MMA liver shots. He has an MMA background. He's integrated that into his repertoire. This is a guy that has become one of my favorite up-and-coming stars of a New Japan he has three uh, move uh, finishers. If you think about it, move. You got the Stranger Age. You got Ultimo, uh, of course, being the two uh, big ones, and then Rampage. He has three moves that he uses, and it, it was all about into the streets of rage. He was struggling before because Shingo kept blocking him. Then he got hit with Made Japan, but then he blocked the finish of Shingo and turned it into the streets of rage. Because of the last liver shot that he hit on him, he and then the elbow, and then you had Will Osprey in the corner hyping him up. Come on now, come on now, don't like, keep going, don't slow down. And coaching him, kind of like what you said with Gato to Finley, he had Will Osprey doing that for his fellow brethren in Aaron Hanare, and he was able to pick up the victory here, the defining uh, win for him right here over the KOPW champion. And it places him in a match with Tamatanga, the never open weight champion. If he gets a victory over Tamatanga, that's two victories over two champions, current singles champions. That's huge if he's able to do it. This is a guy that, I, like, I, if somehow they were just like, F everything, F the, the sheets, F the, the leaks out, and then they just were like, let's have Aaron Honore go to the finals, I'd be like, I, I, would, I would not hate that. I would love it. Because this is a guy that I really love. It's too soon for that though. Give him about two years, and this is got this is a guy that is war champ material as long as he has a manager with him to talk for him. But this guy is the real deal. He, one of my favorite move sets in the business. Glad he got the victory. You mentioned manager, yeah, man. right? He mentioned manager, right? So. Where the hell is Gideon Gay? I mean, is it, is it Gideon or Gideon Gray? Right? Where is he? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. He hasn't been here since uh, last month. Okay, my my, my apologies, TK. Go ahead. No, all I was going to say is, dude, speaking of moveset, Shingo no sold the fucking black mask, dude. I was like, no, 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 hell. No, uh, here we you go. I got don't. You. I got you. you. Don't. No, 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 hell no, 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 I refuse. No, I don't care like what you're trying to do in this match of strong style, okay. You just got hit with the fucking black mask by that 260 pound monster. Put your ass on the ground. Anywho, the match was a lot of fun. Definitely a top three match that I watched of the 10 matches that I watched this morning for sure. Well, the tag team match, probably top four match. 
um, of the matches that I watched this morning, no doubt. Hanari beating Shingo, Hanari beating Tama, then Hanari going against Goto would be a lot of fun in that little uh, quarterfinal matchup there for sure. That would be really fun. Uh, so sign me up for Hanari getting the upset of Tama, and then Ivan, as you said, he then could go and challenge for the Open Championship, which would be awesome. So Open Weight Championship, which would be absolutely awesome. But yeah, man, Hanari, a bad, bad dude. They don't ever know sell that kick. Like, that that kick. That's where I'm lost. Like, how the hell are you not selling that? I like, uh, damn it, Shingo. Damn you. But I, this was solid, bro. I, I really enjoyed this. What's up, Steve? Oh, man. SC, What's SC, going on? CW in the house. What's going on, brother? Appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, but no, I really, I really, really enjoyed this, man. I'm, I just, I'm loving these upsets we're getting. Man. I'm really am. I'm loving these upsets because now it, it gets us more invested in seeing who's going to be down the line being the number one contender. And now that we found out that obviously the winner of this, Nick Jacob, will, will be challenging Okada at Sakura Genesis on in April. So that doesn't happen there. I thought they were going to save it for like another event, like maybe Dominion down the line. But that's great you're doing and here in this card coming up for you know Sakura Genesis. Now that they brought that back up, so I am invested and excited for that. Uh, man, might as well. I mean, I know Baker didn't see it, but we can bring it. I think TK and I could kind of break it down a little bit. But I want to, you know, of course, when TK take over on this one, though. Uh, man, let's see here. What do we got? I'm trying to. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. I'll put in a banner here, Bakley. But, yes, we got Naito versus Chase Owens, second round. And all I can say is it was a solid match, honestly, between, you know, Naito and um, and Chase Owens, for sure. I enjoyed it. Uh, I like that Styles Clash that Chase Owens did from the top rope onto, um, onto Naito. So, I mean... Man, solid match. I enjoyed it. So, man, break it down, TK. What are you doing to take on this one? Oh, my God. It was this match, man, um, had me worried at first because I was like, if Sonata beats Kenta, because I thought Kenta, you know, being the strong champion, like I, I, I had a strong feeling that Sonata was going to beat him. Um, and I like Chase Owens. Hopefully, he's a friend of the show, with the Bloodline Network. Sometimes soon, hopefully, he's a friend of Cage My IQ. Sometimes soon, for sure. Um, but I like Chase Owens. But at the end of the day, Chase Owens has no place getting in my way of a potential Knights over Sonata match. So Chase Owens, get the fuck out of here. That Styles Clash, though. Oh my god! From that, I think it was the second rope or the top rope, dude. I I thought it was over. It was like a two and nine tenths, dude. So close. So glad Naito got the win for sure. Chase Owens with Fale on commentary, maybe wrestling Tama Tonga, but I don't need him getting to the quarterfinals of such a big prestigious tournament like this. The right man won it. Hopefully the right man wins the next match. Ooh, speaking of the next match, let's get into it. Then we get into the the sec the, the final night of the matchup for the second round. And I'm just gonna put the let me get everything here last minute here, ladies and gentlemen. Bear with me. Try to get everything here together. And there you have it. Yes, Sonata versus Kenta. Oh, my God. 
this match was solid. Oh, I be? I thought Kenta was gonna win, honestly. Just the way how the match itself, how these two beat the living shit out of each other. I really thought Kenta was gonna advance. And Sonata Man came through. That new finisher, I'm loving it. I'm loving that DDT finisher. My yeah. God. Uh, I love how Kenta sold, you know, that kick, sold, you know, the hit with the belt when Sonata kicked him. And, you know, he was about to hit him with the, with the you know, the strong belt. And then he got hit with it. Sonata hit his finisher. That was it. Solid. And I like to hear Sonata saying, oh, I'll be back here next time. And I'm going to be with the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. And we see Shingo, when they announced that the next matchup, he advances to face Tetsu and Naito. Shingo was just more like, oh, shit, we're going to get that. Oh, my God. Like, seeing Shingo's excitement for it and shock was, it, it sold perfectly. I, Man, this was really the match of the night. Sonata, you know, Sonata Kenta, I really enjoyed it. TK, break it down, brother. Well, I guess lucky or unlucky for you guys, if you enjoy watching me do watch-alongs, then my two guys got to watch me finish watching this match, dude. Because like I said, I pumped every single match in from 8 a.m. this morning till about 1.45 p.m. here. I actually watched the end of the match like while the five-minute stream was counting down. Holy crap, though. My God. Such a fun match. And the right guy won. Kenta, does he ever stop cheating? Like, just like he should really just be in the house of torture. Non-stop cheating after cheating after cheating. So many near falls. I thought he actually passed uh, Sonata out at one point, and I thought the match was over. Like, I was like, uh, I was like defeated, deflated. And then like, oh, Sonata got his foot in the rope. I was like, oh, And then, because if you know me, you know, I love Sonata. I've been. Trying to get this guy into a heavy program. I mean, he's gotten the shots, though. He was the IWGP United States champion. He got the match versus um, Okada. Like, he's gotten the shots. It is what it is. I love this dude. I think he's uber talented. And he got the win. Sonata, Naito, Battle of LIJ. Let's go, baby. Oh, I always like I always look, I always like at the end of the night if he's the one wins he gets the crowd to go dark and then they get their phones out and whatever and light it up and then he talks I, I always like that how different it is for him than anybody else it's like his own uh, like Mike uh, Mike area like he gets everything dark and then talks and then he makes you kind of invested in, in what he has to say and then now we're getting the two. Uh, tag team guys against each other, Naito and Sonata. It's going to be a great uh, next round matchup. It's going to be so sexy and needy. It's going to just, oh, I'm going to go netty on that. I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. You, you know what? I know I'm fantasy booking here. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, okay, we get Sonata and Naito, right? What if Tai Chi comes out during the match? He comments, he's sitting down, being on commentary. He comes out, and let's say, you know, maybe he interferes some kind of some way for Sonata to win, or maybe he doesn't interfere. Maybe he try to persuade Sonata, come join us just four guys, or something should happen that way that I've won Sonata to say, nah, I'm done with LIJ. Come on, you should leave these guys. Let's lead this faction, or Sonata leading that faction and making it very more investing. Uh, you know, maybe he could. Oh my God, there's some. 
possibilities are unknown how he can book this. But we need Tai Chi Sonata to be a team. That's what needs to happen, man. Because mark my word, like I said, if they're, they can run that fucking tag team division, or they can even go singles competitors too, go after the never open weight US, man, bring the intercontinental back, or even just the TV title. At least that something we need. We need momentum. We need it for them. Because they've been on the mid-card level for such a long time. They never get their break with breaks due. So not always fucking loses every time main event when he fucking main event. I'm tired of seeing that. I want to see Sonata and Taichi to be up there. They need to be up there. You know, I I love yeah. you, Naito, but your time is done. You have done what you need to do. Let let this let another man take over the spotlight. And Sonata should be the one that along with also Taichi as well. They should be the ones taking that spotlight. Sonata and Tai Chi in a feud versus Bishiman and a feud versus Aussie Open. Let's go, baby. TMDK. Oh, oh my God. Oh, yes. Absolutely. But, man, let's get into it right here. Let's look at the tournament bracket, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we have right here at the moment. Man. I, Jesus. So, this is what we're looking at here, ladies and gentlemen. So, we have... So Sonata, I mean, Sonata advances. He's waiting for – he'll be facing Naito uh, coming up in the quarterfinals. Uh, then you have, of course, Evo – I mean, the Evo versus Jeff Cobb coming up on Monday. That's going to happen on the 13th. You also have Mark Davis versus Will Ospreay coming up on, on Monday. And right, let's see. Well, actually, tonight you're having Fletcher and Goro happening this evening uh, on the mm-hmm. Channel World. And then Hanari and Tamatanga. Yep, and Hanari and Tamatanga. That's happening tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited for that. We have Finley, who will be oh, going on against Great Okan, happening on the 15th, and also along with Shota Omino versus Zach Sombre Jr. Ooh, that's going to be yeah. – Ooh, man, very juicy. How do you love it, guys? What are you – TK, what are I'm your just- thoughts, man? Shooter, and I can't wait for Shooter, Shooter and ZSJ. I think we were talking about that. When we did the pre-show um, predictions, that'll be an absolute blast. I'd like to see Hanari go over Tama Tonga. David Finley and Great Khan, very interesting. Uh, we, we've been talking about it. United Empire have turned themselves into the faces, right? Will Osprey will be the face. Yo, this could very well come down to Bullet Club versus United Empire. Where, you know, Finley versus Osprey, and that's where it ends up being. We could end up seeing Finley go through... Hanari, and then, or go through Okan, and then Hanari, and then Osprey on the other side, and then like, fuck United Empire. Let me get this Bullet Club versus United Empire feud fucking brewing, which would be awesome. Sonata, Naito, let's go Sonata, and I think Osprey's got to be the one to come out of a little United Empire bracket down on the bottom left, right? Like he's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Considered my finals is Finley and Osprey, and then Osprey somehow getting screwed out of the the New Japan Cup because I feel like he doesn't need this yet. I feel like he can get it later on and get the G one victory. Right. I think that would be more important for him there since he's already won this tournament once already, and then made it to the semifinals last year. So I think that's going to happen, and I agree with you. I think it's going to be a nice bullet club. Uh, United Empire thing uh, as we move on. Mm, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm stoked to see how this is going to turn out to be. You know, and 
man, I'm just trying to look at the schedules to see, let the people know that we'll be back to recap the, the rest of round two, because that's going to be the one that I'm excited for. And as we, we start actually tonight, this evening in Japan, because, you know, even though we're on Saturday, but it's, it's Sunday for them, that's happening this evening for them. So you have that happening tonight. You have Monday, you have Wednesday, you got Friday lineup. Saturday, I believe, is where they begin already with everything else. So we might be, we might be here Saturday at the same time, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be here possibly Saturday in the afternoon, or we probably will do it before. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll let you guys know. Just and stay tuned and subscribe and follow the Bloodline Entertainment Network, baby. Let me let you give you the people what you want because, man, later on today, let me show you the schedule. That's right there. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, 5 o'clock Pacific. You have the Tim King Show happening later on on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Alongside after that, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. You'll have the boys, the Chi-Town boys, Roto Slapper, baby. Coming to you hard, baby. Rock hard. Jeez, Robinson. Sorry. No yes. Yeah. I think going to be doing their fast. He doesn't understand. He's, he's 10 months old. He doesn't understand. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to be doing the 2020 uh, NFL uh, redraft of the all the rookies in that draft, which is going to be banger after banger after banger. Banger after banger, baby. It is going to be after banger. Oh, you know, little banger? You know, little banger? little banger? Banger. Oh, that's the future banger right there, baby. Yeah. That's right. Oh. And I forgot to say that, you know, like Kevin Kelly, he was saying, <laughs> I don't know if you heard it. He's like, I don't like that word kids use these days. And I'm like, oh, but, you know, it's pop culture, Kevin. You have to understand. It's bangers, man. <laughs> hey, and I, I hate using the kid words, but a banger is just a good word, man. It's a good word. The banger, baby. Oh, yeah, yes. baby. Tomorrow, baby, I will be here. This we will be here this Sunday. Circle debate tomorrow. And that will happen, of course. At four o'clock Eastern Standard Time, three o'clock Central, one o'clock Pacific Standard Time, we'll be here tomorrow, and we'll be, you know, speaking about what happened in the aftermath of not Revolution, but more with Roadblock, Dynamite, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, Rampage, and man, what's in store coming up this week of professional wrestling? And that will be TK be doing that later on tonight on the Tim King Show because he'll be discussing with the recaps, of course, of Dynamite, and of course whatever happened in Raw and SmackDown. And he'll break down Positive Revolution along with J-Man himself. So I'm looking forward to seeing the show tonight. Do not forget to subscribe and follow the Tim King Show, baby, here at the Bloodline Entertainment Network as well. Right and also, Bakley, man, if you have not seen his predictions for tonight's UFC Fight Night, check it out right now on Cage it's, it's going on. It's going on as we speak. The mm-hmm. UFC is on. They're in the, the fourth fight now, and I am 2-1 and one in my picks so far. Just picking fights but my one bet is one in one i did get the the victory for the money line but i didn't get the the tko he got the submission of course that that sneaky guy got the other way but we're looking good so far was that was that the one though you took a plus 950 on no that's the main event and i speaking of main event man ladies and gentlemen right here Go and check it out now. Go to the Bloodline, go to BloodlineNetwork.com where you can find all your updates for pro wrestling or sports. You got your NFL, baby. You got your NBA. You got MLB, MMA, drafts, 
everything, the whole shebang that you guys would find all in one network here on BloodlineNetwork.com. And man, you have watch alongs, fantasy baseball, you know, fantasy football. You, oh, you have us, Circle Debate. You have the Tim King Show. You have Clarkson Wrestling Podcast, Top Rope Wrestle Talk, The Wrestling DeLorean, baby. Oh, and also you can find as well articles here, written articles that you can find from Brett, of course, and other fantastic blog writers that they blog, they, they write down their, you know, their opinions, their facts of not just pro wrestling, but everything overall in the world of sports and entertainment as well. So stay tuned. Make sure go to bloodlinenetwork.com and get everything all in one place, baby. While you're at it, subscribe to everyone's channels and the Bloodline Entertainment Network channel as well. Look at this beauty of a website that we have here, man, courtesy of the TK, the director of programming here. He's a real director of getting everything here, directing. No, 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 no offense, Chris. Don't get mad if I'm calling him a director, okay? <laughs> and I want to give my boy Nick big props. I, everything I do, man, my tag team partner, Universal Wrestling Podcast, be helping me out big time program directing, making sure all of our shows are up, running, getting the graphics out, dude. Big, big props to the whole team of the Bloodline Entertainment Network, man. Everybody from top to bottom and our boys like Bakley, Helping us promote all that good stuff, man. I, I love this team. I love this team. I love this team. Yes, baby. We do. We do. And also you have Cage Sessions, baby. You see, that's where you get. You want everything besides us, the MMA show. You also got, of course, Bakley with his interview with Tanner. You got it all here, baby. Yes. And then his, if you need to bet on something, Check out Bakley's right here, UFC Fight Night's best slip, man, and he will break it down to you here, his picks, and why. And that's why I love about this website, because you can find it all here, ladies and gentlemen. One fucking network. Everything. Oh, yeah. Look, oh, my Look God. Everything. Everything. Look everything. Everything's just good shit. Oh, where are you, Vince? Where are you? such good shit. It's good shit, man. You can find it. Oh, Jesus. Look at this. Oh, man. The Atlanta Braves, everything which you want, ladies and gentlemen, all here in this incredible website. There you go. Fantasy, for especially coming up for fantasy baseball. Get on it now, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a major league fanatic, get on the bloodlinenetwork.com. Read little articles. They'll tell you who to pick on your fantasy and who not to pick. I'm stoked. I'm pretty sure, of course, the banger of bangers is stoked as well as, as Bakley is. But man, oh. Oh, such a good show. I love it. But Great yes. job, Mr. President. Great job, Mr. President. Oh, Beautiful stuff. Oh, That's why you're the man. You're, no, you're the man. No, you're the man. Oh, yes. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. But we appreciate you all for joining us here on the Blood Entertainment Network for the New Japan Weekly. We'll be back. We'll keep the announcement date to recap the second round and possibly the quarterfinals. It all depends because the schedule is hectic for Japan. We got to keep an eye on it and follow it as well. But we will be back with another one, giving you our, you know, our thoughts, our takes of the results of the second round and the quarterfinals. Stay tuned for that. Do not forget once again, don't go anywhere. In the next couple of hours, you'll get right here on the Blood Entertainment Network. You get the Tim King Show. Not forget, it is right there once again, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time, 5 o'clock Pacific Time. And on Roto Slappers later within the evening, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, 6.30 Pacific Standard Time. And yes, 
So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us today on this lovely Saturday that is so wonderful. Yes, yes, it's wonderful, right, Matt Hardy just said. It's wonderful. Wonderful! It is wonderful, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, the host, Stevie is what I received. Mother host, TK, the banger of bangers. And oh, I just got to play behind. I mean, shit, he is a banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. After banger. There you go. I love it. Yes, love it. And of course, the man with the IQ that Gato needs to. Just call me. Out. Just call me the blacksmith of this podcast. All right, you're the blacksmith of podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Bakley, letting you know, guys, we bid you do. But just to let you know, here in the Black Entertainment Network, we don't just podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Tell them, tell them, people, tell them. Say we, we make, make history. Must be Juju. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh my God, it's so great. Bang! Yes! <laughs>